0: This is Rama for today.
1: D.C. Nelson said more people lose their healing over a counterattack than any other one thing, other one reason, and that's true. I know one of our chaplains, simply God boys, who was assistant chaplain in the Korean War, he said there's one mountain over there we took 14 times and lost it. Actually took it and lost it 13 times. See, by counterattack, the enemy with counterattack, take it away from us. But the 14th time we occupied that mountain, we held it. <laughs> well, going up that mountain, Dr. Simpson, the devil to bring on a counterattack, and so for four or five times, maybe not 14, but actually when he walked out on top, well, he took that for the last time.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching, Six Big Hindrances to Faith. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: Have you ever acted like that verse of scripture is so? Dr. A. B. Simpson, who was Presbyterian minister at the time and later founded the Christian Missionary Alliance, at about 46 years of age, the doctor said he was dying with a heart condition. They gave him about six months to live. He said he heard many testimonies of healing, even in his own church, and so he took a couple of weeks' leave of absence from his church and went up to his farm in the New England states and every day would spend all day studying the Word of God on the subject of healing. Until at the end of two weeks, he said, I was sitting out under a tree with my back leaned up against that tree and my Bible, and I took a piece of paper and a pencil and I wrote down, after searching, you see, the Word of God for two weeks, I'm convinced that the Bible teaches that divine healings for us today, and I accept this day Christ as my healer and declare that I am now healed from heart trouble and I'm well. Second, I promise God to use this newfound strength and life and energy entirely for his purpose and to propagate the gospel and to help others. Third, I promise God I'll share this truth with others of healing and help them. Well, he said I was, uh, I had been invited to a luncheon on Saturday and so he said I, uh, I went down to this luncheon and there were some notable people from Europe who were visiting the United States and so at the hotel they had luncheon and they invited Dr. Simpson to speak. They gave him about 10 or 15 minutes to speak. And he said, As I looked to the Lord, all that came to me was the one word out of Mac, Matthew 8:17, himself, himself. And so he said, I uh, had my testament in my pocket, and I opened it, and I just read the entire verse to that crowd or group. And then I said, I, I want to focus our attention on this one word, himself. And he said, I talked for about five minutes about the fact that we all as Christians believe that himself, Jesus, bore our sins, that he was the sin bearer, that we might be free from sin. Then I just gave him a testimony how I'd been searching the Bible for the last two weeks, and I found out that even as this text actually said himself also took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses, and how that the best doctors in America and in Europe, had said that I had six months to live, but that now I was healed and expected to live my life out to be an old man and work for God. And I talked about 12 minutes. Well, he said after the luncheon, some of them suggested that they go mountain climbing. And just outside this little town there in the New England states, there was a mountain about the high as was in the area, really not high when you consider the Rockies, you know, or mountains of Europe. But these folks from Europe, notable bluebuds, buds, they, they were going to see. So they invited Dr. Simpson along. And he said immediately, the thought the devil said, oh, no, you can't climb. You know your heart. doctor said, don't never climb steps or mountains or anything. And then he said, yes, but I'm healed. And so he said, yes, I'll go with you. Now, he said, up till now, I never felt any differently. I had no feeling of healing. But he said, I began to climb those mount- that mountain. And I want to tell you, he said, I battled it all the way to the top, because when I would began to, to think about the Lord, I'd feel all right, but when I got my mind off the Bible, off the Scriptures, and someone would maybe engaged in just ordinary conversation, my symptoms would come, my head would begin to swim, I'd, I, I just seemed like I was going to fall, I couldn't get my breath, I was hurting through my chest, the sharpest pains of shooting, and, and the devil said, see, you're going to die, and you've made your testimony, and all these folks see what a liar and a fool you are. And he said, I looked back to the Word, quietly of course, and said, no sir, God's Word is true. I don't care what the devil said himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses, and I am healed and I'll not die. And when I began to meditate on the Word, began to say that to myself and to the devil and to God, I could breathe, my head would clear up, I never felt any better in my life. But then I'd engage in conversation with somebody, and before I know it, here came the symptoms again. And before you know it, he said, that mountain was just a-spinning. I'd just almost fall. My head was swimming. My, my heart wasn't beating right. I, I felt the sharpest pains through my chest. I couldn't get my breath. or oh, just almost panic. But then I began on the inside of it to look back to the Word, and I said, no, sir, I don't care what the devil said, I don't care what my physical symptoms tell me, the Word of God said himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses, and he did it. Well, he said, we fought that all the way up that mountain. But when I walked out on top of that mountain, I want you to know, he said, I walked out victorious with no symptoms. And when he was written, the the article I was reading, he wrote it when he was 70-some-odd years of age. And he said, for the past 30-some-odd years now, I've never had another symptom of heart trouble, and I work sometimes 16 hours a day, and even 18 hours a day. And many times I could start right over immediately without any rest, because he's my life. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. P.C. Nelson said more people lose their healing over a counterattack than any other one thing, other one reason. And that's true. I know one of our chaplain, Assembly of God Boys, who was assistant chaplain in Korean War. He said there's one mountain over there we took 14 times and lost it. Actually, took it and lost it 13 <coughs> times. See, by counterattack, the enemy would counterattack and take it away from them. But the 14th time we occupied that mountain, we held it. <laughs> well, going up that mountain, Doctor Simpson's a devil to bring on a counterattack, and so for four or five times, maybe not 14. But actually, when he walked out on top, well, he took that for the last time. Praise God. Now, what am I saying to you? Real faith is a child of the knowledge of the Word. He knew what the Word said. He acted on that Word, and he got results. Instead of trying to believe, may I offer this suggestion, just act on the Word. The sixth hindrance. Many of us, many are failures because of a lack of understanding that we are to hold fast to our confession of faith. Now, in Hebrews 4.14, the Bible said, Let us hold fast our confession, the marginal reading. Our faith keeps pace with our confession. Notice even to salvation, Romans 10.10 said, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now because that we receive everything from God, including salvation by faith, then it's true that with the heart man believeth, and with the mouth confession is made unto. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, 23, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thy removed, and be thy cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. I was preaching in St. Louis this past August a year ago. I remember one of our young ministers, full gospel, actually Assemblies of God minister, 32 years of age. He had been pastor the church, but right at this time he was there working in this particular church. Since then he's gone back to pastor and also, he had a job there in town, and he's serving more or less as, as youth director of the church. And uh, he said to me, Brother Hagin, I'm 32 years of age, and I believe his wife, he said, was 30 years of age, and we've never had any children actually we've been examined. The doctors say we can't have. It's, it's medically impossible. We'll never have any children. I want to know if this, what you're preaching, will work for that. I said, no, I wouldn't say what I'm preaching will work for that. I'll say the Bible will work. You see, some people say, Well, Brother Hagin preached this. No, the Bible says it. Don't quote Brother Hagin, quote the Bible. Are you hearing me? I said, uh, Jesus plainly stated that whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he'll once every said. But he said, Will you talk and pray with me and my wife? I said, I sure will. I talked to the two of them. I said, Will you say it? All you've got to do, is just believe it in your heart and say it, confess it with your mouth. Yes, she said, I'll confess it. I've said before, we want a child, but I'm saying now we'll have one. I said, all right, this time next year you'll have good news for me. I received the letter after 12 months and said, we just want you to know, we got the thing about it came to us, what you said, just want you to know we have a bouncing baby girl, praise God. Hallelujah, just as healthy as she can be, and everything's so lovely and so fine, thank you for bringing the truth. And there was a minister thirty-two years of age, and that scripture's in the Bible all the time. Well, why don't we act on them? <laughs> That's what believing is, is acting on them. i got them to act upon that word. Our faith, men and women, is measured by our confessions. Our usefulness in the Lord's work is measured by our confessions. Sooner or later, we become what we confess. There is the confession of our hearts and the confession of our lips. And when the confession of our lips perfectly harmonizes with the confession of our hearts and these two confessions agree or confirm God's word, then we become mighty in our prayer life.
0: You are listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer, the limited edition Kenneth e. Hagen Legacy Bible. It contains a collection of 26 lessons on faith bound in beautiful black genuine leather. It features the King James text, a concordance, and a harmony of the four Gospels offered for a special introductory price of $129.95. 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We've
2: got Winter Bible Seminar coming.
0: Wow, I'm so excited about it. Oh, it, it is going to be. We
2: have services 830, 930, 1030 and 730 nightly on uh, 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 actually that's Monday through. <laughs> Friday. Friday. Uh-huh. Now on Sunday we start at 6 p.m. Sunday That's night. Right. It actually starts 6 p.m. Sunday night. I will be doing the night services. She will be doing. Miss Lynette will be doing the 10:30 a.m. services, and then uh, one of our instructors or one of our one of our people from one of our Rama schools overseas will be doing the 8:30 mm-hmm. and 9:30. And I know Denise, uh, our daughter Denise, and our son Craig will. They each have a, a nine thirty session. session that they'll yes. do. I don't know what day they're going. But if you go to the uh to rama.org and you can find all the information there. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And if you want hotel information or hey, make plans to come be with it. It is a great, great time. February eighteenth through twenty-three. And my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're, you're going to miss, miss happy in life. That's and many right. of you that are watching this <laughs> have heard him say that many, many, many times. So make sure that uh, you make plans right now. Hey, you can go online and register.
0: Monday, Kenneth e. Hagan will start a new teaching, his classic series from the Rama Archives, Confession Brings Possession. That's Monday here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.